RPG fans, welcome to episode 27 of the Switch RPG Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Philip, as always, and I'm joined, as always, by Mr. Father Nintendo himself. Father Nintendo. Yep. Geo. I, I I can't figure out a name on the spot, so I just gotta come up with these beforehand. That's okay. Um, You can say, typically you... you uh, divulge what location I am well, so the geographic location yeah. uh, you know in the United States instead of the northeast or New England I prefer to be called title town um, just just saying you know we do dominate all sports G- G- you're not you're not in Philadelphia though no, what? ladies and gentlemen if this is your first time listening Say what this is the official podcast from the website SwitchRPG.com that brings you all the exciting news, upcoming game releases, and the latest in the world of RPGs, the greatest genre in the world Yes, on the Nintendo Switch platform. This week, we've got some more Pokemon stuff. Yeah, some more. We've got some Sega news. What is remember that? When they, remember when Sega used to be a Nintendo competitor? I do remember those days. That's the beginning of console wars right there. And finally, finally, we are going to do Triple R for real this week. We, we promise. We, we keep saying that. We keep saying it. and But for real this time. For real this for time? For real. Nice. For real this time. Let's get the episode started in the news. Let's go right into that Pokemon news. Last week, we talked about how Pokemon Let's Go will uh, apparently allow you to transfer all the Pokemon that you capture <laughs> in that game to the future 2019 official major series release. Um, so that was a pretty cool news. Geo and I both presumed that the way that you would do that would be through the Pokemon Bank or whatever this is called. Yeah, the Pokemon Bank. Um, That's it, what we figured. Also known as PokeBank. Just saying. Is that the actual name of it? I didn't know if yeah. we coined that term. No, no, we definitely did not coin the term. I mean, I would okay. love to take responsibility and credit for it, but no, we did not. Okay, all right. So anyway, we actually do have a little press release here from express.co.uk. Thank you to all of our uh, UK listeners out there. This is a new site. <laughs> We've never gone to express.uk. We've never <laughs> gone .co.uk. We wanted to just broaden our horizons here. Mm-hmm. All right, so uh, let me just read you this, Geo, and then we'll we'll dive we'll we'll dive into it a little bit. Uh, so. Fans have had to wait some time for the next major Pokemon franchise release on Nintendo Switch. While Pokemon Let's Go Pikachu is bound to prove popular with fans, it's still a watered-down version of the usual Pocket Monster format. Brutal! Brutal! Mm, that was yeah. that was me editorializing there. It will certainly help to build hype for the next Pokemon Switch release, which has been scheduled for 2019. This will be the next major franchise installment, which looks to shape the future of the series. Now, there's been some uh, big news shared 
that is going to excite Nintendo fans. According to series director, uh, ooh, uh, Yunichi you can do it. Masuda. Yeah, that was pretty good. Uh, Game Freak is working on a new system to share Pokemon, the actual monsters themselves. And it appears this upgraded Pokemon bank could go as far as allow players to transfer their old collection to the new game. They haven't worked out all of the details yet but that is the project that's in place uh and masuda told GameSpot that we're definitely always thinking of that kind of forward moving functionality especially since we've introduced pokemon bank now up to ultra sun and ultra moon you're able to store your pokemon and we know they're very important to everyone i mean obviously people would be very sad if they just couldn't use their pokemon in a future game mm-hmm so he goes on to talk about how it is kind of complicated. But anyway, the gist of the matter is that Pokemon Bank looks to be the saving grace here, which is going to allow through these updates, possibly you to bring in your old Pokemon. Yeah, you can ones go- that you captured when you were 12 years younger. Like, I yeah, don't know. that's really, really cool. I mean, you could con- conceivably go back to pokemon yellow when it was on virtual console because i think when it was on virtual console you can you could import those into pokebank so essentially you can get pokemon yellow pokemon all the way to now so even before that so pokemon uh what was the first one i want to say it was was it silver that integrated with the bank yeah i want to say it was or, or black i'm sorry black or white i'm not sure um but I mean, from then on, you can you can the Pokemon that you had and transferred over, you can bring to now. That's like that's awesome. That's incredible. Um, and for them to be talking about that, that's it's definitely happening. It has to be happening. So very cool. Well, being the devoted Pokemon fan that I am, I've got to say that this is really good news. Now, for those maybe listening for the first time, I've never touched. I've never even really seeing gameplay of a pokemon game i I, i'm that i'm that isolated from the franchise uh but knowing what the sort of what the hook of the game is you know capturing monsters and building that collection uh in a collection that you know you're proud of you don't want to lose i think that this is a really smart move to not scare people away i mean it's just it's inviting yeah inclusive right yeah it doesn't deter people i mean i have and uh, I think I, I went up to X and Y's. I have almost six, maybe 600, 700 Pokemon. So I have quite a bit. And, you know, had I kept on, I probably would have had a lot more because they've introduced so many. But I, I'd be able to carry that all the way through the next through the next RPG that's coming out in 2019, hopefully. Um, so for, for them to do that, yeah, it's definitely inviting. It doesn't deter people away. It's just a, another added little nugget for people to come and 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 enjoy it so it's it's awesome really cool i'm wondering this is complete speculation though i'm wondering if this is possibly any any indication that we might see some sort of difference in gameplay or the setup of the game because I'm wondering if they are wanting you to use all of your old collection in this new brand way that maybe you've never used them before. I don't know. Maybe that's too, you know, 
you know, out um, there thinking. I, I mean, this is the first time you're you're gonna see a core RPG, uh, Pokemon RPG on on a console. I mean, it is a hybrid console, so I mean, you can take it here and there. So it's kind of handheld, but it's a it's actual on home console. So this is gonna be the first time, and um, I don't. I don't know if they'll introduce a new play style. I, I really don't. I don't have. I, I don't have faith that they're going to. Anyways, he has been saying since episode one that Pokemon doesn't change. Right, and it hasn't changed for for many years. So I don't have faith. I would love to see some change. I mean, they don't have to drastically change everything. A lot of people are asking for some sort of open world type of thing. I, I think that's too much to ask. I don't know what I want, but I just want a little bit of change something going in a little bit of a different direction again i just don't see it happen i really i really don't i i mean their change is in their their other title with game freak they're they're working on the town and that's their that's their change they're not they're not doing anything else with pokemon i don't think they're gonna mess with it can you imagine the backlash that they would get if they if they totally changed and then messed it up even further they would they would just i don't know it wouldn't fly I think the the poor the core Pokemon fans again. If there was a change that they that just didn't go well, they could lose a lot of people, and and I don't know that they're willing to do that. I, I mean, they're, they're, they're not co- going to lose anybody. They will. I mean, you you can kind of see that with Pokemon Let's Go. People are, you know, uh, even some core Pokemon fans. They just don't like like what they've done with it. I mean, essentially, it's. I mean, it's really like a. a a mobile port if you really kind of think about it um but i mean even with that people you know people aren't happy about it i mean for me it, it's inviting i'm not going to get it i know people who are but i mean there are some that are just they're not happy with it and and and, and if the change goes the way the way that people don't like it forget it they just they i i mean they'll come back but they just it's just gonna not do well yeah, they'll probably get like, like twenty million other players. They'll just get like a whole new fan potentially. Base. Yeah, but I mean, if they're yeah. going to try out new systems and things like that, and it yeah. just does, doesn't work, they're not going to. You gain just don't any. think they would try it in the main series? No, 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 no. You got the formula. They have a formula. They're sticking yeah. to it. They I, I, they've had so many chances to change, right? I mean, it's the same. It's the same thing. You know, they've they've added like, you know, kind of some different mechanics with. Uh, with the ultras and all that stuff, but um, I don't know. I just don't believe it. Because I have nothing to lose, you heard it here first, folks. We are getting something new out of Pokemon 19. This is my <laughs> prediction. We're getting the breath of the wild of Pokemon. We're getting... Wait a minute. Now, you're not saying we're the same the style. It's just going to be... Okay, so for for what Breath of the Wild did for Zelda games, you know, get Ring of Dungeons, like, it's, it's a slight alteration, right? So you're con- you're you're saying that Pokemon is going to travel the same path. I'm saying Pokemon is going open world with persistent monsters and it's going to be quote unquote different. It oh. is not going to be the formulaic thing that they've done you know in what? the past. And that's just because like I mean, what do I have to lose? If I'm wrong, then I'm wrong. I've never been about right about Pokemon in the past. <laughs> you so. know what? I would I would welcome. I would welcome that. I just don't see them doing it. Like, I think we mentioned it in the last episode where, you know, where you see the monsters out there or whatever, and and you have, like, this uh, 
this battle in kind of like an, an arena. I would I would love for I would love to see that happening. But here's the thing though. The Pokemon are fighting each other, so I mean I, I'm just wondering how they would even do that. I don't know. I, I'm sure these people are way smarter. They can figure it all out, but hate I hate to tell you it's <laughs> when not you go happening. to the battle when you get when it when a battle initiates Instead of it being a turn-based RPG, it is actually the battle system from uh, Super Smash Brothers. <laughs> okay, <laughs> just chaos. <laughs> uh, that was too far. That was too far. <laughs> too far. <laughs> uh, all right, but uh, for all the Pokemon fans, we want to hear from you guys. Like, what are you expecting from Pokemon 2019? Let us know either on Discord. You can email us. Um, remember, we have uh, that email form. You can always just send us uh what you think pokemon 2019 is going to be like mm-hmm. or you can tweet us remember at switch rpg so let us know because you know a lot more than i do all right we teased sega earlier so now let's uh let's look at that from comicbook.com we've got an article that talks about how sega is talking thinking possibly planning Dreamcast ports mm-hmm. for Nintendo Switch. Geo was Dreamcast a console that you had and enjoyed? Sega was never a console that I had and enjoyed. I was a Nintendo kid through and through. Um I had friends who were Sega fans, um, but they were friends for a very short time because of that. Um as I mentioned before, the that's where the console wars truly started. Uh, forget about your Ataris and ColecoVisions and Intellivisions. It was nothing like it was with Sega and Nintendo at the time. So they were Sega fans. They chose their side. I won. That's all I'm saying. So for if, just to sort of give context to the story, uh, everyone knows, I mean, a lot of us know about the the line of ports that Sega has been putting out for the past while on Nintendo switch called Sega ages Mm -hmm. where they're porting these older games. They may be adding slight alterations, slight, maybe modern conveniences, things like that, but they're mainly, they're mainly ports, not really like remasters or anything like that. So that's what we're kind of talking about here is we would be essentially porting through emulation. These, uh, these dreamcast games. So, I'm kind of a fan of that because you are able to sort of play the game for the most part the way that it originally was. And we're not necessarily playing a reimagination of of an older game. Because I like to experience the older games for the way that they were, you know, flaws and all. So, I kind of like this idea of the Sega Ages where it's bringing these older games to a modern machine so that I can legally get a hold of them, you know? And... um I like that idea. I like the idea of um, of giving the opportunity for people who's who have never played it, who had never had the opportunity to play it, giving them the chance to play these games. It's just for me, I just can't go back and play a lot of these older games. Some of them don't age very well, in my opinion, and a lot of it is nostalgia. Um, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna say something that I may regret down the line. Even with Secret of Mana, okay. Again, it's very nostalgic to me. It's my, it was my favorite for uh, an extremely long time, and it still is my favorite. But I went, I have the Nintendo Super Nintendo Classic. I started playing it, and 
I couldn't, I couldn't do it. I, I mean, I don't know what it was. I said, and I'm like, this is, this is not what I remember. I'm going to put this down. I want the Gio memories. Said, <laughs> I want the memories He's, of what I had about this game to be what I had. So I'm going to put this away and forget I ever even touched it again. He said, give me Divinity Original Sin 2. Right. Give me Divinity. I mean, it's not, it's not even just that. It's just, you know, there, I guess now that I'm older, I notice a lot of the flaws in, in those games. Whereas, you know, where I was younger, I didn't, you know, I had no idea. But I would, I would rather go and just kind of remember it from my brain when I was, you know, you know, 13 or whatever playing that game. Um, so I, yeah, I, I mean, like I said, it is cool to give the opportunity for these people to play it. It's just, I don't know. I've never played them, but I don't think I could, to be honest with you. I'm, I'm just not, <laughs> I'm just not a fan of a lot of them. Even though Geo won't play them, I'm sure what he's looking at right now is I did link a list as uh, a ranker list yep. of what is I, by votes considered uh, the, the, the top 20 RPGs. I don't recognize a lot of these. Number one, I do recognize yep. uh, the top of uh, the top of this list of uh, Dreamcast RPGs would be Skies of Arcadia. Then you have Grandia 2, which is coming to Switch. It is, yep. Uh, as a remaster. Yeah, confirmed, yep. Um, then you have the original Shinmu. Then you have Shinmu 2. You have Fantasy Star Online version 2, Fantasy Star Online. Evolution, the world of sacred, of sacred device. Record of uh, Lodos War, ad- Advent of Cardis. <laughs> yes, sure. Uh, Evol- Evolution 2, Far Off Promise, and Time Stalkers. That's just top 10. From there, it just divulges into things I've never even heard of. Sure. So, But out of that top 10, I'd say you know, four or five of those are games that not only I've heard about. Yep. I, maybe six or seven. Hey, games I've heard about, but games that are, are, are pretty you know heralded. So Oh, definitely. They're, they're like possible. A- yeah, possible that we could get these on Switch. It would be possible, and and I think the um, likely because I like you said they they've already divulged that they're doing Grandia two, Skies of Acadia. People just absolutely love that game. Shenmue and Fantasy Star, forget it. Like those are just really, those are the cream of the crop when you're talking um, mm-hmm. Dream Dreamcast. So, I mean, will people go out and buy these and play these? I don't know. I don't know. I I think same situation with me with Secret of Mana. If people have played this before, they may go back and play it, but I I really think it's unlikely. But sorry to be negative about this. He you crashed in my party on Pokemon twenty nineteen. You crashed in my party on Skies of Arcade. I am just all sorts of negative today, huh? I gotta let me let me hey, shake it. Out. Shake hey, it out. look, the, we're we're the we're the we're the balance of the force. Oh man, I gotta That's I gotta stop. Is. No. We need we need you just as much as we need me. <laughs> like Star Star Wars, you're the light on. You the gotta dark. ground me. You gotta ground me. Uh, all right. So last last but not least, uh, from NintendoLife.com, we've got an interesting one here. We all know and love lo- uh, Game Studio um, Level Five, right? Mm-hmm. We love them. Uh, so apparently, they're working on a horror RPG that was canceled. It was a game that was originally supposed to be set on the PSP. But it's still on the table and it's still coming out. So uh, it's horror RPG Ushiro? Ushiro? Ushiro. Yeah, Ushiro. And it's being revived for Nintendo Switch. Uh, To be completely honest, I am not sure if this is coming to the West. It doesn't really necessarily say. The fact that it's 
it's making the rounds yep. like on Nintendo Life and things like that. That makes me hopeful that we could see it. Uh, but it looks really interesting. It has um, it has this really neat sort of hand drawn art style. Uh, it's, it's an anime. It's aesthetic, anime, yeah. yeah. And then um, you know, so it looks like it maybe goes back and forth between this two D hand drawn and the actual uh, sort of charming three D visuals and i don't necessarily know uh you know how much they will be updated you know we're talking about a psp game does it seem now, like it, it's a nino cooney-esque with the the visual sort of it, it it has to me it looks like it has sort of like that cell shaded yeah, yeah, kind yeah. of look you know very level five so mm-hmm. yep yep i i look i i like that and i openly like horror stuff so I'm interested in, you know, a little scary RPG. Yeah. Give it uh, to me. Um, looks, yeah, it looks really, really cool. Now, was Level 5 the um, the developer that, that said that they were going to be bringing a lot of Switch RPGs? Yeah, yeah. Back we, from we the dead. Like, kind of, like, long... back, like, kind of back from, uh, uh, what's the word? Just kind of that were kind of hanging around, but kind of they're revitalizing them. Okay, I'm not sure. I'm not sure, but I do remember us talking about. It's been a dozen episodes ago now, but level five was sort of um, they were doubling down on Switch. Yeah, you know, uh, which is unsurprising. I know we talked about this at the at the time. It's a little. It's unsurprising at this point because of the success of the Switch. A, a lot of studios probably didn't invest in the beginning because we didn't know what it was going to do but right. now that they see the numbers out there i mean people are obviously going to double down level five was one of those that confirmed that they were so yeah maybe we are seeing sort of the beginning stages here of that on the next couple of years of of that yeah yeah and for horror rpgs i don't know um can you think of any <laughs> i i can't Straight up, like RPGs, where I mean, and if you, if you look at the footage of this game, what they were they're anticipating, like you know, dialogue trees, things like that, uh, cutscene, you know, like the the true blue sort of Japanese role playing <sighs> horror. Not that I've necessarily experienced, like yeah. straight up RPG. Mm-hmm. Um, is but is Dead Space an RPG? I, I I've never played it. Is Catherine considered RPG? Or uh, is Catherine considered horror? Um, it, it's kind of got that dark, like tone to it. Um, mm-hmm. maybe it is an RPG. I'm not. I'm not sure. I've never really played it. So, but that's what we've got the listeners for. Yes. Yes. Uh, send us your sort of favorite horror, scary RPG. Don't give us. Don't give us like Silent Hill. It's got RPG elements or something. <laughs> you know. Geo will get that out of here. Yeah, it's not flying with me. Not at all. He will Kevin Durant, not Kevin Durant. He will uh, Kevin Garnett. That's Garnett, what he's going yeah. for. Kevin Garnett, just send that out of here. That was for all of you uh, sports fans, all four. Of Again, you. Boston. Yeah, I knew my audience right there. I knew okay. my audience. All right, cool. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So that was all the news, except it's not. It's not. What I want to do is I want to go ahead and cue that sweet, sweet Dragon Age music. Yeah, I think you're you're shoehorning this in there, but I don't mind. I don't mind at all. <laughs> Is this Switch news? No, but this is Philip news. This is Philip news, and that's. I have been following a, a little game for a, a while now, and I've been trying to figure out a way to get this in on the show. 
and it's and it turns out that uh, this game has hit Kickstarter uh, a few days ago. I think last week actually, and it is a Dragon Age Origins inspired RPG by a Spanish studio that I'm not even going to attempt the name. No, I don't. You know what? I'll attempt the name. Gato uh, Salva- Salvage. Watch your mouth. Salvage. Watch your mouth. There are kids. <laughs> uh, and it, it they've, they've actually partnered with the Dragon Age creative director, my homeboy, Mike Laidlaw, <laughs> to make this game. <laughs> Just go watch footage of this. Go watch the trailer. This game looks really, really, really interesting and good. Is it coming to Switch? knows who knows but it's in kickstarter and if you like dragon age origins like myself go look at this game um anyway yeah i'm i'm they're they're on kickstarter um and it looks like it will be a, a steam exclusive or not yeah a steam game first and foremost now again just going back to dragon age how many different races were there in dragon age do you recall Dragon Age Origins? Yes. There were uh, humans, elves, and dwarves Okay. in Dragon Age Origins. So three three races? Three. Okay. In Dragon Age 2, you can only play human. Okay. And then in Dragon Age Inquisition, you play human, elf, dwarf, and kunari. Okay. Well, this game has four races. And I and I thought that pool that was that's that was kind of small. But I mean, if you're going back and and looking at Dragon Age Origins and Dragon Age in particular, they they didn't have that many races. So, what? Okay, so to give a little bit of context, the reason that a Dragon Age Origins inspired game is is attractive to me, and it probably will be for a lot of people, is because the Dragon Age series has progressed a lot, mm-hmm. and in its progression, it's evolved a lot so with dragon age 2 they overhauled the combat to make it quicker and more active uh they they did a lot of things mechanics wise to make it a little bit more console friendly uh which was not the most popular decision with like hardcore like Baldur's gate fans right so like really old bioware fans that's what pokemon fans are gonna do but continue (laughs) See, it all comes back. So anyway, so a game that is focused on like a, you know, party combat, uh, because that's what, you know, Dragon Age is is sort of known for is that four member party and, you know, playing very tactically. The tactics have sort of gone from modern modern age, Dragon Age, (laughs) uh, from modern times, Dragon Age, by the time Inquisition rolls around, which I still enjoy, by the way. Uh, it is a lot more active and is a lot less tactical. So okay. a game that harkens back to sort of the slow, like slower tactical combat of Dragon Age Origins is really appealing. And if they can set it in a world that is sort of as alive and allows as much choice as Dragon Age has, then I'm not only on board, but I'm like, I'm, I'm, I'm like steering the ship. I'm like, go ahead and name me like, I'm I'm swabbing the deck. <laughs> I, I'm on deck. I'm on deck. Nice. Well, they have a uh, a goal of uh, hundred fifty thousand dollars U.S. dollars. That is, uh, and they are currently at fifty four thousand. So, Phil, that you was a couple ha- of days ago. And or, no, wait. Are you on the actual Kickstarter website? I am. Yes. Oh, okay. okay. Um, and Phil has l- lovingly donated 
50,000. Is that you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was wow. that was me. That was me. Yeah. Holy. So, is so somebody 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 like match that, please? Yeah. Please. <laughs> for for your sake. <laughs> I will match every $20 that is donated to this game. Oh boy. No, I'm I'm I won't. I really won't. <laughs> you're not going to so, you know. I'm not. Okay. I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so that that wraps up the news. Uh, Gio, let's let's talk about what we've been playing. What you what you've been playing this oh, week? Oh boy, I've been I've been playing playing quite a bit. Um, I actually haven't touched Divinity all all week. Um, and it's um I'm, I'm, I'm like I know. Oh. Doesn't that isn't that a bre- breach of contract? It, it might be. It might be. You know. Well, here's the thing. Um, I'm just gonna go out and say it. Okay just gonna do it um i've been doing the let's play for it um and i know it's an xbox game they have talked about it coming to the switch but deal with it i'm playing it for xbox okay and um i had recorded about four hours of it and the total all of the recordings went to absolute they just got lost okay and so i'm about four four and a half hours ahead of where i put did the last episode and i'm just I'm just, I don't know what to do and I'm struggling to go back to it. So I may just, just go back to it and just say, Hey, listen, this happened, this happened, this happened. And here we are. I may do that. But anyways, so yeah, Divinity Original Sin is kind of on the side burner right now. Um, playing a new game called The Council. It's a, again, an Xbox, uh, kind of a telltale inspired game. It's kind of a narrative, uh, episodic narrative game. Uh, really the it, it's kind of realistic graphics. It looks kind of interesting. Um, I don't know if you've seen it, but I've been playing that game. Just on your let's play. Yep, uh, I've been doing that. I've been doing um a little bit of Cosmic Star Heroin. I've been doing uh, Wasteland Two, which may be coming to an end sooner rather than later. Um, but yeah, I've been I've been doing all that. I I mean. I've been doing a lot of video games, but I've also been trying to keep up with a lot of these shows that are coming out. It's <laughs> October has just been like a nightmare, <laughs> an absolute nightmare for me because uh, uh, I've been watching Daredevil. I've been watching Haunting on Hill House and those shows are absolutely amazing. Um, so it's just been it's just been slamming for me. I mean, I've been going to bed way too late uh, doing all this stuff. And, and again, uh, I'm doing a lot of the YouTube stuff. So I've been starting a lot of different things um, that I'm, I'm trying to keep up with. So. Do you want to, I mean, you want to, you want to announce like the milestone that you hit this week? On, oh on yeah. YouTube? For, um, for the, the subscribers, I, we're almost at 300 right now. I can get you a, a current total, but from, from going from just hitting 100 to where we're at now, uh, I mean, it's awesome. I'm totally yeah. like shocked by it. I mean, I'm glad that people are, are subscribing. We're currently at 291. We're almost hitting 300. Get us to 300, people. Get us to 300. Which, honestly, by the time you listen to this on Friday, we're, we'll probably be there. I, so I, get us to 400. I hope so, man. I just, I never expected this at all. So, I mean, I'm trying as hard as I can to put put new content out there. Um, so, I'm glad that some people are, are enjoying it. So, cool. Excellent. 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 Uh, so, with me little bit of backstory uh we missed a week recording because of a hurricane that went through my area that was fairly bad 
And while I actually did not lose power, my power flickered three or four times. And the final time, and I understand I had almost, I had unplugged almost everything in my house just to be safe, except for the power strip that my Nintendo Switch dock was plugged into. And one time whenever it flickered, it burnt up my power cable for my Nintendo Switch dock. So I cannot charge my Nintendo Switch right now. And so I can't play my Nintendo Switch. Ah! So anyway, I say all that to say I've been playing my PC. PC. And do do you hear that? Do I hear what? Do you hear do you hear that? No. What? Oh, that's that's the beautiful sound of Dragon Age Origins soundtrack is playing currently. What? Right now. Listen to that beautiful music. Man. I've been playing Dragon Age Origins, people. So th- you know what that means? That means we are taking a trip down memory lane oh in a God. special episode of Oldest is Goldest. Oh, this, ep- this show just keeps popping up. So random. So, so random. We're back. We're the show that talks about the glory days, the glory days of RPGs when the old titles just really brought the heat and just made things wonderful. So let's talk about Dragon Age Origins, shall we? Um, because I'm sorry, I, I don't mean to interrupt, but my chair is extremely squeaky today. Uh, I mean, I, I, I didn't want to interrupt you there, but I mean, it's like making a lot of noise. I didn't want to interrupt you. Uh, I mean, did I say that? Sorry, I interrupted you. Go on. Back when <laughs> games were just wonderful, okay? So here's the thing. My concern going into Dragon Age Origins this time around was how does it really, really hold up? I mean, it's been a few years since I really played it, okay? Now, I cannot necessarily vouch for consoles. I'm sure if you're trying to play this thing on the PS3, man, I'm, I'm, it, it may be an absolute nightmare. If you're getting this thing on Xbox 360 or even backwards compatible on Xbox One, it may be an absolute nightmare. But I'm playing it on my PC and it is a privilege to be able to play this game in 2018. It is still one of my, if not my favorite game of all time for good reason. The amount of choices in this game, people, you just don't even understand the amount of things that you could choose to change the world is staggering. And the few mods put on there, it looks really, really good. It really, really does. Now, I will say combat little slow little slow little slow if you're coming into this like from you know like let's say the witcher or something ooh, this is a slog slow it down yeah yeah i was like we we didn't want you thinking too fast yep. so we just slowed everything down it feels it feels like slow motion okay but anyway it is still to me a just the bright the the shining beacon of of western rpgs uh and i would say one of the last great games that bioware made probably well mass effect 2 maybe one of the last great games and i cannot believe that next year we are coming up on 10 years of this beloved beloved title (laughs) And so I hope that everybody knows, I hope that everybody knows we are announcing this fresh right here 
Gio didn't even know about this. Oh, okay. No. What are you doing? Gio did not even know about this. I didn't even know about this till right now, but November 3rd, 2019 is Dragon Age Day. And we will be celebrating on the show for November 3rd, 2019, because that is the 10th year anniversary <laughs> for Dragon Age Origins. So that will conclude your oldest is goldest. Your favorite retro gaming podcast inside this Switch RPG podcast. So thank you for listening. It's, and uh, it's podcast we'll see you next time. Is that what it is? Podcastception. Now I'm I'm so glad that you didn't have the same experience as I did with uh, Secret of Mana. So that's good. Well, see, whenever your favorite games are actually good games, oh, then that doesn't happen. No. Oh no. This me. I just. You know, I am just. definitely not making it to 2019. That's for sure. we'll have to have geo day before then oh yes oh boy all right let's get over to the uh releases for this week once again as always your releases are brought to you by the switchrpg.com uh switch uh, rpg database as well as switch list uh dot app or switch list app on your iphone and android releasing this week do we have any do we have any what's what's today's date today is the Today's 24th so <clears throat> oh nothing this week nothing tune in next week <laughs> tune in next week there's gonna be some good ones next week i think right oh wait geo's teasing next week yeah yeah there's gonna be some decent okay ones. yeah yeah oh oh if you want if you want to be if you want to be part of the the little circle here that knows what game's coming out next week, head over to switchrpg.com and figure it out. Yeah, I'm not doing your homework. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time to go home. Pack oh. your bags. Okay, and then we're going on a side quest. Going on a side quest. Going if you think it's too quest. early to go on a side quest, I've got news for you. It is never too early in the show to go on the side quest. Nope, not too early at all. Because we teased it before. Ladies and gentlemen, we're returning to you. everyone's favorite game, Triple yep. R. Triple R. Triple R. Gio, you want to remind the listeners the rules of the game. Yes, the rules of the, great, the game, Triple R. So you have to remake one, okay? Uh, remaster, I guess you could call it, right? Okay. Uh, reuse. Port. It's like a port. Yeah, essentially. Um, you don't have to fix the bugs, but, you know, um, reuse. Uh, and refuse. Just get rid of it forever. It disappears from existence. From existence. Never to be played again. So for um, the games, we have is uh, Knights of the Old Republic. Now, these these games are very different. I will say that. Whereas the last time we did this, we had Final Fantasy games. Okay, so this time around, we're doing uh, Knights of the Old Republic, Oblivion, Elder Scrolls Oblivion, and Fable, the first Fable. Okay, um, we did this. We had quite a quite a few responses. I don't have them in front of me, um, but I know what I would choose to remake, reuse, and refuse. Um, do you want to uh, start off maybe with going a reuse? Reuse. So we're talking about a port, Geo. Yes. 
I would say... Uh, I, I had trouble with this because I've, I've got it down to two. I mean, I know I know which ones. I'm going to say reuse Oblivion. Okay. I, I'm going to say reuse Oblivion. Because I feel like even though it's pretty dated, yeah. it's still playable. It's still playable. Oh, but... I don't know, man. No. Oh, my God. I don't know. See, <laughs> here's my, my thing with that game. And, and I'll just go ahead and say what I'm going to do with that game. I'm refusing it, okay? And the reason why I'm refusing it is because it's essentially... No. I took my headphones off, so I can't even listen to your explanation. What? Put up. Uh, I'm back. I'm back. Put go. All your right. Headphones go. back on when you're All right, go. doing a podcast with me. Um, so yes, I'm refusing this one, and the reason being is that there's already a game that has done what, like Skyrim. I mean, for example. It, I know you're not about to say that Skyrim did it better than Oblivion. Skyrim did it better than Oblivion. <laughs> I didn't. I you know I'm not, but I am. I didn't say that. I everyone. said it. I said it. Yeah. Okay. Um. Yeah. There you go. I'm. I'm. I'm refusing Skyrim. I, I mean Skyrim. <laughs> Oblivion. So. I. I yeah. I, I. It's just. It's kind of been done. You can't port that game. That. That game does not look pretty. At all. So if you see here. Here's my dilemma though. Here's my dilemma. Because I just said port it, but see, it wasn't for the visuals at all. Like visuals, I think are fine. That's the reason that I, I was like, okay, visuals are fine. Running around questing is fine. You know what I didn't think about? I did not think about the level up system. And the reason I didn't is because I played on PC and I mod the level up system. So I never really think about the broken <laughs> mess of a level up system. You that mean Oblivion the one where you can just swim? Um, for hours and be level, I mean, whatever it is. So you just, I am not even going to go into just how, like how convoluted it is okay. of a system. Um, but it's broken. It's broken. And so I didn't even think about that, but I mean, I guess I'm locked in. I mean, that's the thing that I chose. I just did not even think about combat well, because that's, that's the I don't even, I don't even give it the time of day. I mean, the combat is, is bad. It's it's dated, man. It really is. If you were to go back and play that as it is, vanilla, you know, no mods, no nothing. It's it's not what you remember. That's for sure. It's definitely not what you remember. If you're watching the video right now, <laughs> you could probably screenshot what what just happened because it my face literally looked like I was looking into the soul of of, of oblivion itself. You know, like I'm looking into the flames, and because I've just I've just messed up gaming history forever yep. or I should say gaming future because I elected to port Oblivion and keep the convoluted messed up broken level up system Yeah. so I apologize for that yeah it's it's gone forever for me so I don't have to worry about it now what are you doing with Knights of the Old Republic? Wait, wait! What? So what? you didn't even you didn't even tell me your refuse. Oh my! You, you didn't even tell me your reuse. You just told me you oh, skipped right straight to your fable. refuse. There's no question about fable. I mean, it stands Why? up. It stands up to this day. It's it's like it it it's a reflection of what games kind of look like now. I mean, that game could be released right now, and it would be fine. It really would be fine. It's a it's a fantastic game. I've never played Fable, so I, I wouldn't even know. 
I wouldn't even know. Well, if it so was, that's the re- that's the reason that I'm refusing Fable. I'm just getting rid of it. <laughs> like it's never existed for me, so might as well. Okay, well, that's your loss, man. I mean, it's a it's a really good game, and you're. What's the what is the what is the pull for Fable? What what is the what is the 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 shtick there? Like what why why is it so good? Like like I said, it's it's got the aesthetic of of uh, it just it just looks like a modern game, and it, it's it's I think it holds up to what games look like now. Uh, um, I haven't played it in a very long time, so I, I oh well we we know from earlier this episode that you could go back and play it and it not be that good. <laughs> I'm sure it will be good. I'm, I'm, I'm sure <laughs> it. But it, you know, it's 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 been a while since I played it, but it. I mean, I'm kind of just looking at images now, and dude, it it would stand up in in today's environment. It really would. And it really had it had a huge emphasis on the choice system, right? And you you yeah, really good, affect that world the way you want. Yeah, yeah, it had that good evil aspect to it, and the same makers I think who did black and white, which is kind of like another good or evil choice. Now, Fable Two, um, some people love that game. For me, what really threw me off is the the sla- the co-op slash multi- not multiplayer. It was more co-op, but online co-op. It's just it's just stupid because I mean you're 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 your own player, um, and then when your buddy joins, they're just an orb on the screen. They're not an actual character moving around. It's just like a glowing orb, and it's just that there's totally threw me off. Um, Fable three. I've never touched Fable 3 because of the mess Fable 2 was. And Peter Molyneux just kind of, um, he was their, kind of their spokesperson. Uh, he just overpromised, and their company just under-delivered, which is kind of why they're defunct now. Um, but I don't know. I, I think Fable, again, it, it, if it was a release now, it would be it would be fine. No one would complain about that game, looking dated or anything. So then, are we both? We're both remaking Kotor. Yes, remake it. Because that, that, that's the reason that I did. I went back and tried to play Kotor. It is. It was hard. It it's was hard, hard yes. for me. It was hard for me because it's so dated. It's so dated. But it like it's one that I really want to experience because some people hail it as like the greatest representation of the Star the Star Wars universe. Right. No, so I. I I'm gonna have to buckle down and really give it a chance. It's it's gonna be tough <laughs> for you. Um, you you want to talk about dated? This this is one. But man, if you were to remake this game, um, it's it's really I think this is Bioware's best best game. Mm-hmm. Um, it's incredibly deep. Um, Second best. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm, kidding, I'm kidding. Yeah, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm, I'm with you. I think a lot of people agree that the, I mean, this um, is this was Bioware at its prime. Yeah, it, it definitely was. It kind of um, made them, I think, what they be, what they became, anyways. Um, but I mean, this game isn't. It's incredibly deep. But if you were to just kind of just restore it, uh, change the combat a little bit, you know, modernize it, it would it would be awesome. It would be better. It would be think of Mass Effect, but with Star Wars. It would just be incredible. Hmm. Uh, so while we were talking, I scrolled back 885 days worth of tweets uh, on the Switch RPG Twitter to find the tweet 
What's triple R? So I do have the responses here and I'll read them out. Okay. Uh, from, from everybody else. So at Joshua, uh, J Sloan says there are no bad choices here really, but he would remake Knights of the old Republic. He says that it has the least series history. Star Wars should be flashy, maybe in new canon. No. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. Because, I know, yeah, I mean, unfortunately, it did get chopped whenever Disney picked up Star yeah, Wars. Yeah, I mean, at this point, they did away with, with Star Wars, I don't even know what canon, what's canon anymore, really. They just totally, totally botched Star Wars, unfortunately. He would reuse the fable. Uh, he would reuse fable. Uh, he says the series needs ported around more in general, though two is most missing. Uh, so I think what he's saying there is that it's, it's hard to get right now. It's not very accessible. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, and he would agree with you and refuse oblivion. He agreed with he says, me with everything. He says there are more scrolls where that came from. You know what? Get out of here, Joshua J. Sloan. <laughs> he totally made my point. There's nothing wrong with oblivion. Look at that. No, dude. There's more scrolls where that came from. He is the man. He is awesome. Oh, God. I see you're keeping Daggerfall around. <laughs> no, we're just getting rid of Are you Oblivion. keeping Morrowind around? Oh, God. You're uh, such a baby. At you're Johnny such a Darkfang, baby. <laughs> at Johnny Darkfang said he would remake KOTOR, preferably in a style similar to Wasteland 2, keep the original story but redo the combat. As some, Oh, as someone currently playing Wasteland 2, uh, Geo would have to respectfully disagree. Yes, I uh, respectfully disagree. Now, Wasteland 2, I'm sure on the PC, it works just fine. Um, but on your a, big your big issue is optimization, right? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it just doesn't work with the, with the with the controller very well. Mm. It really doesn't. Uh, so Johnny Darkfang would reuse Fable, preferably the Lost Chapters plus a few extras, and he would refuse oblivion just give us a completely new elder scrolls instead yes thank you wow i mean i speak for the people <laughs> yeah yeah there okay there's geo's nickname help me remember everybody geo's new nickname for next week's episode is the voice of the people the voice of the people at das will beard they would remake kotor Reuse Fable and refuse Oblivion. You know what? When I said I was the voice of the people, I meant it. I meant it. Here we go. Here's one one for Philip. And you know what? I have to turn to my buddy at Captain Vulgar. Oh, no. He would remake Fable. He would reuse Oblivion because it doesn't need changing except for that awful, awful combat. Uh, Not combat. Well, combat too. (laughs) I'll take the combat. I'll take the floaty light combat. I really will. Okay. Except except shooting. Arrows. Ugh, can't see <laughs> archery in the game. But anyway, I'll take all that. Give me a different combat system. And he would refuse Kotor. Now I feel like that is that's yeah. a brave that's a brave answer. Refusing Kotor. Many people consider it one of the like I mean, just the turning of the age when it comes right. to like Western RPGs. He may have not played it, um, and 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 I knew there was a reason why I didn't like Captain Vulgar. So, yeah. oh, oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, to, so to be fair, that's the reason I really refused Fables, Fables because I haven't played it. Yeah. So, like, I have nothing to lose. Yeah, maybe he hasn't played it. He has nothing to lose. Um, 
so there there you go uh we've got at jrpg goddess remake oblivion i i'm also in favor of that remember that was my b option yeah, yeah. whenever i realized how bad the level up system was um because <clears throat> one of my most anticipated games is called let me get it right sky oblivion sky Bliv- they're remaking oblivion in the skyrim engine why not it's a it's a mod yeah it's a, i can't i cannot wait for it you, i'm so excited you could always just play skyrim just just saying can we have can we have a feature discussion in, in a couple of episodes for my case of oblivion over skyrim okay we can we can hang we could hack that out okay okay we can, all right we all can right. hack that out um he would re they that he she would reuse fable and refuse kotor that's actually two for refusing kotor all right said heard kotor is good but never played it so i can't say yeah, yeah. so there you go um at metal matt returns remake kotor reuse oblivion and get fable out of there don't get fable out of there you're missing out and our very own at CR Magic remake Kotor. There are certainly some devs who played it and have really good ideas for improving it. Uh, he would reuse Fable. That game plays good for being an Xbox release. Mm-hmm. Can you just say I speak for the common I people? I can't, even, I, can't even, I can't even say it. <laughs> Can you just- Refuse Oblivion. I feel like everything Oblivion did was done as good or better in Morrowind or Skyrim. <clears throat> as your voice of the people, <laughs> we refuse. We refuse Oblivion. Thank you. I don't completely disagree with that statement, to be clear. <laughs> but... For the for the purpose of this argument, because I don't want to refuse Oblivion, I have to disagree. And I will make that case at some point in the future. At some point. All right. <laughs> so thank you for your responses on Triple R. Tune in next time for the next Triple R. When I speak when we, for the voice of the people. When we get rid of many of your other... <laughs> beloved rpgs can i just say let, let's just say this let's just say this if you get rid of oblivion do you realize that we're just stuck with Morrowind now <laughs> because then they probably don't make skyrim so oh, all God. of your all of your you know little uh arguments that we get rid of Morrowind because we have skyrim well guess what or you get rid of oblivion because we have skyrim you get rid of oblivion we don't have skyrim all right we don't have skyrim on In your imaginary world we don't have skyrim but we do okay the fact is that we do it's been done and it's better than Oblivion. <sighs> okay. All right. All right. We'll we'll hash this out at another time. It's fine. I'll have to prepare my arguments from, and I have to sound like intelligent <laughs> and stuff. No, you don't. You don't. You really don't. It's not that important. <laughs> uh Gio, you wanna you wanna do a little bonus side quest real quick? A bonus? What do you what do you, you got something on me? What do you got? Uh we also tweeted out uh a, a tweet that I cannot read all of the responses to you. We we talked about this tweet last week a little bit. Uh, Or I don't remember if that was on the show or if that was before the show. Yeah, my memory fails me. Uh, But we did tweet out and asked what your first RPG was and what your favorite RPG is. So that's an interesting question because a lot of people, it's the same. Yeah, you know, and and there's there's 
that makes a lot of sense, right? You never forget your first, like there's something special about that. Yep. You mentioned earlier, a lot of times we're wrapped up in nostalgia and the game may not even be that good, but it's our favorite, you know, because it was our first, but there's a, a large amount of people that it's not, um, I'm not going to be able to read all of the responses, but I will read some of them. But Gio, do you already have uh, your favorite and your first? Um, um, yeah, I, I was actually the first person to, uh, to reply to that. Um, and then many others replied, which was really awesome. Um, so yeah, my first is actually Final Fantasy 1 for the Nintendo. Um, I, I've mentioned this before. I really should not have been playing that because I had no idea what a JRPG was. I had no idea what I was doing. But that was actually my first um, ever. Um, the first one where I actually knew what I was doing was Secret of Mana. Um, but Final Fantasy was definitely one. Um, I remember having a guidebook for that, the manual for it. Now, unfortunately, they don't have manuals anymore. And this is one of the things I really miss about about games now. Uh, but I remember taking that manual everywhere with me, uh, whether it were, whether it was church, whether it was uh, school. That thing went. It was like it was like this encyclopedia for me. Um, so, yeah, it was Final Fantasy, and I really want to throw Secret of Mana in there, but it wasn't my first. Now, do you want to go with your first, or do you want just want me to hit you with my favorite? Oh, uh, yeah, I'll go my first real okay. quick. Um, my first was. Uh, Madden 2000. <laughs> I was trying try so hard. I was trying so hard to say it with a straight face. Uh, my first was actually a Lord of the Rings RPG. Uh, and I've mentioned it before. It was sort of a ripoff of Final Fantasy X, but it was called the Third Age, Lord of the Rings the Third Age. And that was technically my first RPG. It was turn-based. I fell in love with the style of game because I had never played anything like it before. And uh, my best friend, uh, who's still my best friend today, he said, uh, you know, because we used to, we used to all, you know, he, my brother, and I would all, all play it together. And he said, oh my gosh, if you like this, then play what it like what it was inspired by. And so um, I went to GameStop as a young lad and got Final Fantasy X. Mm-hmm. So, but technically, Third Age was my first. Yeah, and then you went right into Final Fantasy X. So, um, very cool. Yeah, Final Fantasy X is. It's kind of in the middle for me with RPGs. That that's kind of um, the the peak, I think. Final Fantasy X, uh, excellent, excellent everything all around. It's got music, characters. It's it's overall just a fantastic for for that being kind of your first RPG. That's that's awesome. It really is cool. Um, so what do you have for your favorito? That's Spanish, by the way. I think. I don't speak Spanish. I, of course, uh, listeners of this of, of this of the show know what my dilemma is in, in choosing. I, 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 I think I'm going to have to go with the theme of this show and say Dragon Age Origins. So I think that is my favorite my favorite game of all time. Sure. If I really sit down and think about it, I, I think I would have to go Dragon Age. I mean, this is the first I'm hearing about this game. <laughs> um, oh my this God. Dragon Age game that you speak about. So I will have to, I'll have to look on the information superhighway to see if I can find more information about it. I've never heard you You're speak. You're the worst. I've never heard of that game. Uh, must be because it's not so very good. Well, you know what? But, but you know, you know what? At least... 
the the game that I chose is my favorite game. Like people have heard me talk about it before. The game on your list. How many times have you really talked about this game? Because this is a Nintendo Switch uh, RPG <laughs> uh, podcast. Um, on my list is uh, Witcher Three. Uh, Witcher yeah. Three, for all the reasons I like Final Fantasy X, Witcher Three does it for me as well. Um, I like the active combat. Um, it's uh, for a Western RPG. It's got all the elements I like. It's got a lot of spell, um, a lot of magic, a lot of melee. It's just. I, I like the uh, the enemies in the game. I like the story in the game. Uh, Geralt is a, an amazing, amazing protagonist. Uh, he's got a lot of depth to him. Um, he even the even the uh, the DLC it played played that that was even that was good. It's on par for for me. It was a tough choice because it was either The Witcher Three or Xenoblade Chronicles Two, uh, which is also wow yeah, which is also. You know, I, I put a lot of time into that game, probably more time than I've ever put in any in any game. And um, again, for the same reasons I like The Witcher, I kind of like Xenoblade 2. Um, and, you know, even with Xenoblade 2, the, 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 the battle system is very unique. It's very different. And um, once you got the hang of it, I felt like I was, it was like choreography. It felt really smooth. It felt really, really good. So, I mean, I had, I had that, that choice, uh, whether it was the Witcher three or Xenoblade Chronicles two. So. Good, 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 good. Um, a couple of interesting answers here, going back to the, the twit, uh, the, the, the Twitter thread. Yeah. I couldn't figure out. Do I call it the tweet or do I call it the Twitter thread? The Twitter. I've been on Reddit. So I don't yeah, know, like it's the thread the of tweet tweets. Um, so a couple of interesting answers here. Uh, one from at Benji Kong and he says his first RPG is Octopath Traveler. Wow. And his favorite RPG is South Park, uh, the fractured, but whole. So, he said, "I'm a late bloomer." I, I think that's a really cool answer yep. because you know we're you know we're thinking in terms of like old 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 stuff and and and, and stuff like that. And here's someone who Octopath Traveler is their first RPG. Right. That is so cool to me. Yeah, and, and oh, that was like what a year, not even a year ago, right? Um, yeah, and you know. I mean, I fell off the map with Octopath Traveler, um, but I mean, that's that's an excellent excellent first so and i I think that is really cool because we talked so much about octopath traveler and i think if anything it did even though you know because we're you know we're in an rpg echo chamber and you know we we speak to rpg fans we are rpg fans it's hard for us to think about the fact that there aren't there there are people out there who haven't played rpgs before Mm -hmm. but there are and so i think if anything octopath traveler was just a great entry experience for so many for so many people right. and it's cool to see one you know yeah and it had it had a mix of uh, old and new with the aesthetic so i mean it, it you know it's really nice to to see people and we're welcoming of all of all people here as the voice of the people we are we'll welcome all i don't know who, who am i looking at i'm looking at nothing over there but uh, mario is looking at you behind you though uh, we've got at Sega Shinobi. He said Dragon Warrior was his first, and as an early prediction, 
Shin Megami Tensei five. Yeah. He's just really going on a limb and just staking his claim. Yeah, I mean, we have literally nothing. Just, uh, I mean, just a couple of trailers. I mean, I'm excited for it. I can't wait to see what what they're what they're gonna put out. But you know, yeah, early early stake there. At Jonas Wombo said Dragon Quest and Dragon Quest. That's an that's an answer for you. Yeah. Because I recently played Dragon Quest 1. I'm assuming that's what it is. If you're a Dragon Quest fan, a series fan, of course you're going to specify the number. So if you don't put a number, I'm assuming you mean the original. To say that that's still your favorite, that's a very interesting answer. Yeah. Because that was not the easiest play in 2018. Right. Yeah. I, I, it was a, That's a very difficult, difficult game to get, get through. At Corvo Revo. Speaking of voice of the people here, <clears throat> at Corvo Revo says Secret of Mana and still Secret of Mana. Wow. He probably hasn't played it in a while. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm just la- I'm, I'm sorry. I'm laughing at because uh, I, I know that Gio did this, but I'm laughing at all of Gio's um, gifs that he responded oh, to everybody with just just absolutely fantastic yeah i uh wow when when you see the switch rpg uh tweet out and there's there's a lot of these gifs or gifs however you want to pronounce it if you see a, a gif attached to it it's probably me because i i feel like that's the best way to evoke my emotions <laughs> um our very own at ebrpg said his first was pokemon red his favorite is paper mario the thousand year door what a choice um yeah that that's actually a really good i like the game um i mean i i didn't complete it but it's uh it's 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 cool i like it and finally uh we've got at dj atkins friend of the show friend of the show first game fellow, Final fellow Fantasy beard one. club member Yes, yes, yes. We're getting we're getting very close to the No Shave November. Yep. It's great. Final Fantasy 1 was his first game and his favorite is kind of a cheat answer, but it says it's a very close three-way tie between Final Fantasy 1, Dragon Warrior 1, and Final Fantasy Game Boy games. So really a three-way tie meets like a I don't know, Final Fantasy Game Boy games. He cheated. I don't know. <laughs> he cheated. Yeah. He cheated. Just cheated. He, Just cheated. He can't do that's that. fine. You can't no, that's fine. Nope. Against he's out of the club. Out of the club. <laughs> oh no! He's still got a beard. <laughs> yep, he's got to shave it though. So <laughs> okay, he's got to shave it. All right, so uh, there you go. There's your first game, f- first RPG, favorite RPG. Uh, so thing with side quests, guys, is pay attention to the Switch RPG Twitter. Go follow us at Switch RPG. Periodically, we'll throw up a question. Answer the question. You could get your answer uh, read on the show. Yeah. So. We want to thank all 100 people, or there are 100 comments. I guess half of those could be yours. I don't know, but anyway, thank everybody for uh, for for tweeting back at us there. Yeah, so cool. Joe, I think that's about going to do. It's going to wrap up episode 27 of the Switch RPG podcast. We want to thank everybody for listening, for sticking with us this week. It was a great great episode. I thought mm. really cool news. Yeah. It was great to hear uh, Geo's perspective of trashing all over Oblivion. And 
and and figuring out that I am truly the voice of the people. I just totally did not. I mean, I just thought I was. I thought it was just one of the common folk, but I'm really not. I'm really. You know. You know what I think. I think that this episode just. Uh, it just exemplified what we are you know we are rpg fans so we are all about a journey and a quest and if if you'll remember folks you'll remember the beginning of this episode geo just thought he was the most negative person in the world yeah and now but he went on such a journey from the beginning of this episode to now the end he's the voice of the people i'm the voice of the people i feel like it can squash all enemies i'm way too over leveled for this place i'm just saying i'm just some saying. people would call him the hero of Ferelden. <laughs> anyway thank you for sending all of your feedback and your questions remember you can send in questions using the uh the form at switchrpg.com slash podcast email it to us and uh, you can also uh, jump in discord and uh, that's discord.switchrpg.com and post in our podcast thread on there remember you can listen to the show each and every friday our new release days on Friday, and you can listen to us in your favorite R- uh, RPG app, your favorite podcast listening app. Or if you have an RPG app. If you have an RPG app, send it to me. I want to know. And remember, if you like what you hear, you can head over to patreon.com slash switchrpg. Throw us a dollar or two. But if you can't, no worries, because you just providing your ears, your eyes, your typing your responses, and just being around us is what we love the most. And remember, you can head over to switchrpg.com to set up all of your RPG database, favorite games and your list, your wants, your needs, everything like that is found at switchrpg.com. Until next time, everybody, go play Oblivion and realize that we shouldn't get rid of it. The voice of the people. Remove Oblivion. Goodbye. See you, everybody.